0: welcome to roundhouse roulette a walker texas ranger podcast thanks for joining us as we recap and review one of the 200 existing walker texas ranger episodes randomly selected by roundhouse roulette i'm evan dalton here with my brother adam what's up and uh our very own six million dollar man mr bob Leahy.
1: hey how's it going
0: Well, we'd like to thank you all for joining us as we recap and review Chuck Norris's weekly takedown of Evildoers. Today, we're going to recap and review Season 7, Episode 11, On the Border, where Walker and the crew take on a corrupt sheriff and a smuggling ring. But before we grab another slice of cake from the Hope House's folding table, join us as we pull up a stool at CD's Bar and Grill.
2: Hey guys, it's been a while. I'll say it has it's
1: been a while
2: been a while, sorry, I don't see myself oh, damn out. bam, well <laughs> that said, I think we need a beer
0: that sounds pretty good now, guys, let's do some word association, okay. I'm gonna give you three words and tell me what you think, Bob, you're gonna go first, okay, go right? okay. simcoe saws difference
1: um, the ocean. Nice. All
2: right. Adam, why. <laughs> what do you think of when you hear those words? Yeah. Instantly, I think about the beer of the week, Opposites Attract, from the Bearded Iris Brewery here in Nashville, Tennessee. Nice. Bob, you are really close. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what does the bar and grill menu ponder about Opposites Attract?
1: Do opposites attract? This IPA <laughs> aims to test the theory with a Saz and Simcoe pairing. Saz brings tamed herbal, <laughs> earthy spice to Simcoe's juicy watermelon candy and strawberry peach exuberance for a pint that's unique and multi-layered.
0: What is the difference? Is that a hops too?
1: I guess Saz must be a hop. Uh, well, well Am I pronouncing it right? Saz?
2: I think we're gonna <laughs> there, I think you got it right there. Okay. That's yeah. the one. Saz Saz, Saz? Well, I guess we'll be the judge on this. Uh, mm. if it's multi-layered, let's pop this bad boy open.
1: I love the can art. It's beautiful. It's pretty psychedelic.
0: Oh, I'm getting a, an aroma Ooh, yeah. of watermelon. There it is. But only because they said watermelon. It smells like the feed store that I get my chicken, <laughs> oh, my chicken no. feed at. Oh <laughs> dude. Do I think that's the herbal. No, that yeah, like might not, because like, it smells like hay and like dude. grass That's, food in there.
1: Yeah, it's not yeah. necessarily a
0: bad thing. No, it's not a bad smell.
1: I always had very fond memories of the smell of Agway. You guys have Agways down where you are? Oh, it's yeah. It's like a
2: feed yeah feed store. I mean, this is pretty chill. I kind of taste the watermelon, maybe, uh, but it's not overbearing, right? Yeah, I would say, you know, these two opposites, they met somewhere in the middle. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of mm. like Walker and Alex, you know, two opposites that just attract
0: and work well together, you know? I mean, I would say like Alex's outfits in this episode, <laughs> one is really tight fitting and another one looks like uh, a jacket that um, belongs be like- <laughs> belongs in a Talking Heads concert.
2: <laughs> it, it looked like the sail from a boat. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, we've got our beers, guys, right? And Evan, you actually sent this link to us earlier. Uh, It's a map of beer consumption in the United States. Mm, Yes. And, uh, you know, you may not think that is uh, related to Walker, Texas Ranger, but let's kind of dig into the states that have the largest beer consumption. (laughs) What what are you getting uh, at? What are you trying to say? Let's, you know I, I mean, not
1: say, I'm not saying anything
2: man <laughs> The scale
0: bottoms out at 19.7 gallons per year and it maxes out at 41.5 gallons per year That's got to be in the millions right no, that's <laughs> right. that's per average. That's per person. <laughs> per person. <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> so, uh, you know, on the lower end of the scale, you know, you'd kind of expect some places like Utah, for instance, to uh, have pretty low beer consumption.
1: Not in last place,
0: though. Due to, say, religious exemptions. But yeah. some of the other places are interesting, like New York. But that's probably because New York has literally hundreds of millions of people in New York City and everywhere else. So you're surprised that it's a low consumption level. It's down near the bottom per yeah. person, but that's because there's so many people in the state and not everyone's going to be drinking. Okay. So then on the opposite end of the spectrum, it maxes out at 41.5 gallons of beer per year per person and that is in Montana where that's the opposite effect of New York where there are so few people that uh a few jolly souls can really uh, tip the scales and yeah. uh but one other place where i think bob might be the one tipping the scales mm-hmm. is the granite state itself
1: yeah number 1 41.5 it's good to see us coming in first although full <laughs> disclosure i haven't lived in new hampshire and in- a few years now uh, but i'm just over the border i can see it from my from my apartment
2: well you said you drive <laughs> over the border to get cheap booze right
1: i went to a cookout today in in uh, new hampshire too
2: let's just get to <laughs> get to the chase here do <laughs> yeah. people run beer over the border of new hampshire and massachusetts the local sheriff might get a cut yeah the, yeah looks yeah, local sheriff <laughs> yeah. <to see>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah i mean it's probably safe to say yeah i think now it's mainly uh newport's newport cigarettes get run across the border oh okay Because <laughs> those are illegal in massachusetts because
2: they're menthol so ah uh, okay so those are definitely smuggled across the border
1: 100 percent. i've seen people buying thousands of dollars worth of menthol cigarettes in new hampshire cash yeah they're smuggling them over the border but.
2: and ha- has as uh <laughs> you know the lowell sheriff uh, has he been like, hey, Bob, you know, you could make probably about 16 times what you make a year if you were running these menthol cigarettes across the border?
1: I mean, I should probably look into it.
2: You guys say, no, man, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to risk my life.
1: Well, I don't know. It's breaking Bad pretty well for uh, our boy here. Well, I mean, okay, maybe
2: <laughs> not. well, we'll get into the episode in a minute, but there are some <laughs> definitely some real life parallels here to this beer consumption map. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's probably a lot of people running all sorts of stuff across the New Hampshire, Massachusetts border. Absolutely. But, dude, mm-hmm. New Hampshire may be number one in the United States for most beer per person. 41.5 gallons <laughs> a person a year. Holy moly. <laughs>
1: it's funny to think of beer in gallons. Like, yeah. yeah. That's,
0: like, that's like three quarters of a gallon a week. <laughs> Is it really? It's <laughs> like, tw- uh, like a 12 pack a yeah. week. <laughs> oh
1: my God! Per person, how is that even? Yeah, I think Adams on is something with a cross border thing because there's no way someone could drink that much every week, let alone that be the average. Like,
2: uh, yeah, I don't know. Average. It's kind of kind of crazy. But Texas is also in the top ten. It mm. comes in ninth at thirty one point nine gallons per person in the state of Texas. So, <sighs> I mean, uh, and half of that's Lone Wolf McQuaid just crushing Pearl beers. Oh yeah, yeah, gotta be. <laughs> Anyway, I guess that was interesting. I'm not sure. Uh, Yeah, I'm not either. Well, up next, we got to hit the socials. We heard from the one and only Marshall Teague on Twitter, and uh, he might have been a little disappointed with our review of (laughs) Last of a Breed Part 2. Evan, do you want to uh, read what we got here? Mr.
0: Teague says, Nothing like getting down to the nitty-gritty behind the Walker Texas Ranger episode, Last of a Breed Part 2. Via Roundhouse Pod, a funny take on a Western etiquette, all while sipping a Bjorn Sinner IPA from Branch and Blade Brewery. Perfect pairing. For the love of one-liners,
2: a three? Oh, that's tough. Yeah, he did an amazing job as a bad guy. Unfortunately, it rated a three out of ten on the Roundhouse scale here.
0: I mean, I'll throw it out there. If it were an episode of Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman, it would have been up there as a ten for me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay
0: but it's i mean it, yeah. i think our justification was that it was an episode of walker texas ranger and there was no walker texas ranger in it yeah but he was great in it <laughs> he was he was great it was good
1: yeah it was the flashback western thing that really brought us down marshall yeah. definitely was not you not for sure. <laughs> also, That's for damn question, sure also question
0: did he get a bjorn center
2: himself or is he just remarking on us or maybe he did yeah. i mean he's He's uh, he's well connected. He's Rud Kilgore. If he just says, "Hey, Branch and Blade, you send that thing my way," they're going to send him like a whole case of beer.
1: They probably <laughs> would. man.
2: But uh, shout out to Marshall Teague, you rule. So sorry for uh, the tough love. We had a good time talking about it, though. Anybody out there who wants to remark on uh, something we missed or how terrible this podcast is, you know, if you don't want to hit us up on. Instagram or, or socials, you can email us at roundhouse roulette at gmail.com. And that's just what Maurice Winters did. Mm. Uh, subject matter is so good. I mean, say no more,
0: right? <laughs> uh, he says, uh, Hey guys, I really love the podcast. It's so fun and laid back. While most podcasts about TV shows feel like a chore to listen to after a few episodes, I was too young during its original run but I love the show and the craziness the final season blows though <laughs> I just listened to the Return of LaRue episode that's a fun crazy villain and you guys were talking about the opera that LaRue was blasting in prison that song probably sounded familiar because it was a rip off of Shawshank Redemption <laughs> that's the song that Andy Dufresne plays for oh, the prisoners wow. during one of the most classic scenes ever it's Mozart's opera The Marriage of Figaro so that's Figaro, 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 I assume. And there's a blatant ripoff of Dirty Harry too. Oh, we heard that from another superfan.
1: Yeah.
0: Where uh, LaRue pays a guy to beat the crap out of him, just like Scorpio paid a (laughs) huge black guy to beat him up and framed Harry. It's a ripoff or homage. (laughs) LOL, keep up the good work. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I think it's safe to say that in most of these cases, uh, ripoff applies more than homage. But oh,
1: probably, no. <laughs> probably. But, I mean, we like to think the latter, right? No, but, you man. know,
2: if it works once, why not? I think there's like a quote from John Lennon that he says, good artists copy and great artists steal. <laughs> so, there's something to that. I mean, you know, even in the folk tradition or songwriting tradition, people are always lifting little riffs and lines and that's what walker does with cinematic history here well we in our last podcast lamented the fact that we had only (laughs) two written reviews over the whole two years that we have done this (laughs) podcast and we pleaded with people to please leave us a written review good or bad on apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts and we now have as of this week a review in
1: 2022 oh thank god kpz writes the wtr (laughs) lovers dream this podcast is a roundhouse kick to the face of all other podcasts ever created (laughs) this show brings you back to a time when television didn't bother with complicated plot lines or morally ambiguous heroes the good guys kicked butt and the bad guys got their butts kicked no other details necessary amen it brings a white buffalo tear to my eye well done, boys. <laughs> ah, That's nice. It's very, very nice. Although we still, we want some bad ones. So let's keep them coming. We need the bad ones.
0: Five stars. That's all
2: I'll take. I'll take five <laughs> stars every day. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, thank you, KPZ, for ending our drought. These reviews help other people find the podcast. And, you know, we're just trying to spread the love of Walker, Texas Ranger across the universe. All right, well, we've got a lot to cover this week, uh,
0: so let's get on into it. If you're watching along at home and don't want any spoilers, hit that pause button and watch Season 7, Episode 11, On the Border, and then come right on back to us, please. Well, welcome back. Let's dig into this beast. This episode originally aired on December 12th, 1998,
2: and it opens on a familiar home. Yeah, the Hope House? Mm-hmm is that like alex's charitable
1: what would you call it battered woman shelter it's so that's you Probably know it's, caught that anymore
2: it's oh, a yeah, catch-all yeah. it's a catch-all <laughs> it's yeah. it's for anybody in need really that's yeah. it. and it actually we should pull up the an acronym because it said it on the sign did oh yes not. it stands for a
0: help our people excel it <laughs> is a catch-all yeah, no, who are there is, yeah. who are their people <laughs> doesn't matter Everybody, <laughs> yeah, <Error> one. <laughs> uh, in the case of uh,
2: this festival, I'm not exactly sure what was happening, but um, yeah, they're like having like a cookout, like party at the Hope House. I guess it's in the backyard because we kind of get this establishing shot, mm-hmm. and then there's a backyard that probably is not physically possible to be behind the Hope House, but we're just gonna go with it, yeah. I mean, you know it's a banging party when
0: they've got clowns, and they've got two of them. (laughs) They're creepy AF.
2: Yeah, that was pretty
3: scary. (laughs) Uh,
0: Also, super confused, because if the Hope House is meant to put the focus on people trying to get their feet back under them, uh, why is the entire focus of this party around a horseshoe competition between C.D. and Trivette and Walker and Alex?
2: Yeah, the core four. Are playing a game of horseshoes that seems to go on forever. Yeah. It is like a three minute. I, I looked at it, it was like three minutes of them playing horseshoes. It does it does go on forever.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm let like, me tell you that 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 uh, those pits are not regulation length either. They're like ten not, feet apart. Come on,
2: Alex Bullseye's one, and everyone's like, "Yeah, she nailed it. She got it great." And then it's Trevette's turn to throw the horseshoe. And he totally misses, right? Mm.
1: Oh, yeah. He misses multiple times. Yeah.
2: It's like, dude, yeah. he was on a football team. He should be bullseyeing Womp Rats here.
1: Yeah.
0: He's uh, the only one with any athletic ability, really.
1: They're called ringers, by the way. It's not a bullseye. Okay. You get a uh, ringer oh, your okay. horseshoes. Okay.
0: All right. <laughs> Bob, I know you I know you missed out on a cookout today. Are you really feeling
2: it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he is. Well, and no, he did miss out. He got to watch one. <laughs> I did, I did, yeah, true. <laughs> that's true. That's true. You didn't even have to drive home. <laughs> now, now, here's the
0: question. I assume we've all been part of a cookout where there was horseshoes or perhaps it was cornhole, a very uh, similar setup. Has anyone ever taken part in a competition of a backyard game where – a Crowd formed around what was happening, yeah. and people were cheering.
2: Well, this you don't know, they actually probably bet big money on the game,
1: <laughs> like throwing you know? down money on the table,
2: <laughs> exactly. And the money was going to go to the Hope House, oh. okay? Well, they left explain. that plot, they that plot point out, man. I'm, I'm putting and yeah. filling it in, and that's why they were so excited to watch this three minute game of horseshoes. So, Trevette biffs, and everyone's laughing at him. CD especially is is really throwing, rubbing it in, uh, oh, <laughs> in Trevette's face, right? Yeah. Then CD, he's old as hell, right? He gets up, and he gets a ringer. Yeah. Everybody but Trevette does. And then it's Trevette's turn again, because this thing is like three minutes long. And we get to see people do multiple turns.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and every time Trevette gets up, everyone behind the pit mocks him and like runs for cover. Yeah, gets out yeah, of the yeah they're like
2: hiding behind hay bales so they don't get hit by his stray horseshoe no. because he has no control. Right. Again,
0: I would argue <laughs> that there really is no character arc for uh, for Trivette here. Right. Come on now. There's, <laughs> they're still ribbing him pretty pretty hard
2: here. In the seventh season. In s- season seven here. Yeah. And he's laughing about it too. He's like oh, hi, hi. Yeah. Was he though? <laughs> right.
1: I thought he was getting he was mad about it.
0: He was getting upset about it, just like we were. He's like, man, really? You're going to go hide behind those hay bales again? And I was like, really? I'm going to see another round of this horseshoe game?
3: <laughs> on TV, right. yeah.
2: Anyway, I, why are we talking about this?
0: <laughs> We've went on just as long about the horseshoe game as the as the TV show did. I so. did
1: have a lot of notes on the horseshoe game. I had a lot of problems with this scene.
0: <laughs> I mean, there were certainly some continuity issues where, you know, Trevette throws his first horseshoe, but then they clip back to him, and he's got no horseshoes. Right, you know. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Moving on, <laughs> I like the Adam's theory that everyone's betting money on this. I also want to paint the picture even further, and that these are all recovering gamblers. Right, right.
1: <laughs> I also want to point out the fact that CD makes a snide comment to Trivette, something to the effect of, uh, "Well, this isn't how you throw horseshoes in Baltimore." <laughs> Oh, like no. Baltimore? Right,
0: right, right. I mean, a Texas happened. horseshoe game, very different from anywhere else. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. Well, so really this party was kind of to set up the storyline. This Mexican mother comes over and starts talking to Alex, right? Yep. She's an old friend of Alex's.
0: and uh, Hashtag old friend. Yep. <laughs> and she's super excited because her son, Andy, who is a truck driver is going to be coming back to Dallas and he's going to be getting married. He's just got one more uh, one more long haul to do, and then he'll be coming back and getting married. And we're like, all right, here we go. Episode commences when the hashtag old friend occurs. Yep, right. And, you know, we
2: meet Andy, and he looks like such a great boy, yeah, such a great kid. And we meet him at the border crossing, and the border agent is checking his big rig for contraband. And it seems like he's come through this crossing a number of times and has a good rapport with the border control agent. And the border control agent just sends him off. You're good to go. Yeah, he's like, you're going to stop by and see your fiance? And he's like, oh, yeah, just long enough to, uh, you know, get a meal. It's kind of like a quick sequence. We get that. And then we flash to the outside, of, I guess, this diner that his fiance Lupe is uh, working at. She comes out and gives him a sandwich, but they're so and raptured to see each other, that they hug each other with the sandwich in between them.
1: Yeah. Mm. Smush, hashtag smush sandwich.
2: Yeah. Uh, so it's like, you know, just. Has- hashtag sandwich sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> it was, yeah. And so pretty much, I guess this is a regular thing. He's like, I always know how my sandwich got swooshed because we haven't learned our lesson and just hold the sandwich when we do the hugs. You know? so. Such a wholesome relationship. It was, yeah. and And you know what? Even at the high school dances, they have to keep a sandwich length between them. So, yep. Yeah. Well, it's a subway foot long, so it's about 10 inches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, pretty much, you know, wholesome relationship, cute young couple. He gets a sandwich, says, Hey, you know, just one more run, and I'll have enough money for us to get married. Sandwich for dinner. Yeah. yeah he took yeah. it for the road. Yeah. Um, next, we flash forward to kind of like a bridge over, like, a body of water. It must be a river, right? Oh, yeah. And it's at night, and we see, like, five cop cars with their lights flashing on this bridge, a bunch of deputies and police in tan uniforms waiting around, and we see Andy's truck come up on this bridge, right? And one of the guys just flashes him down, like, hey, time to stop, you know? So Andy gets out of the
0: truck, and you can tell from his expression that... This has happened before in the past. Something's going down. Mm. And uh, basically, he gets a lot of pressure from none other than the sheriff of this town. And the sheriff is played by the $6 million man himself, Mm. Lee Majors.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, His introduction was great because the deputies actually tell the truck to stop and get Andy to get out of the cab. And then Lee Majors opens up the door to his car and comes out and it's kind of like, the sheriff has something to say to Andy.
0: Right. He basically is like, you know, man, you can make a whole lot more money if you run what I want you to run for me. And Andy's like, I've told you before, I don't want to do anything illegal. And if you ask me again, I'm going to report you to the authorities. Mm. (laughs) Oh, no. Bad idea. And uh, that's the kiss of death because um, (laughs) as soon as he says that, the the sheriff gives a little nod there to one of his deputies who uh, attaches a magnetic, uh, I almost said bomb, (laughs) but... (laughs) This is, a, this is a theatrical bomb, which is basically a black plastic box with a blinking red light and an antenna on it. Right. Um, <laughs> that is the bomb for the television viewer. They stick one of those bombs <laughs> on his big rig, and uh, as soon as he pulls off... They blow it up. They don't even wait for him to get off the bridge. They just blow him up on the yeah.
2: bridge. Yeah, like and they're and they're all still on the bridge. But also, I thought which was hilarious <laughs> was when we first meet Andy. The first shot of him at the at the border, they show his truck. And his truck has like the square sign that says explosives. <laughs> right, so like, right, right. right. Yeah, Flammables. Like, well, yeah. I'm like, Well that yeah, this thing's definitely going up. Yeah, they really showed ominous.
0: I think three shots of that before they put yeah. the bomb on. <laughs> so really, I mean we've we got it.
2: They really yeah, and they it. Said, <laughs> and they said, Oh, Andy's such a great kid. He's he's so great. <laughs> he said like, Oh, I love you to Lupe like two times and I'm like this guy's gone. Yeah, toast. <laughs>
1: totally know, toast. This guy's done.
2: <laughs> He's not meant for this world. <laughs> Lee Majors, the sheriff, who apparently is running some sort of drug smuggling ring on the border there, blew him up. Oh, yeah. Stone cold.
1: What was the one liner? He had a one liner. Yeah, before. I'm pulling it up.
2: Yeah. <laughs> You'd think that they'd wait like an extended period of time before blowing up the big rig that's marked as explosive. Yeah. But they probably wait till he's about like fifty feet maybe? Yeah. But like, yeah, not, yeah, not far. Not far, at far. At
0: all. <laughs> like they don't all flinch. Away. They don't flinch at all. They don't get any shrapnel anywhere. I mean, this right. big rig just explodes, <laughs> like completely yeah, blows great. up. And they're just standing there like Oh yeah. Yeah. Watching and, and it blow. Before.
2: And right before the sheriff blows it up, you know, Lee Majors, he says, son, you said the wrong thing to the wrong man. There it is. is. (laughs) Boom. (laughs) And then they blow this thing up. It looks like they blew up an actual semi on a bridge, too. Yeah. I I think they did not
0: wait for him to get off the bridge because they had so many pyrotechnics. It
2: had to be over water. Okay. Okay. And they probably were demoing that bridge, I would think, and then use a different one to film the up-close shots on. I'm not convinced. <laughs> I mean, I would think that would hurt the stability of the bridge.
1: Well, I'm not a civic engineer, but you're probably onto something.
2: And then later in the episode, we see <laughs> remains of the truck in the water. Yeah, that's just good environmental stuff.
0: They're, you know, you <laughs> right. put stuff in the water, and that's, that's so that a coral reef can form on it.
1: Oh okay oh, right. yeah yeah right yeah, yeah that makes sense yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's that's what they call the Texas coral reef yeah that's the Texas reef <laughs> <laughs> anyway unbelievable intro to this episode explosive
0: right yeah for sure and and right before it goes to the credits you get this really awkward uh, they're still working out the kinks with superimposing fire over people's faces. And so yeah. it yeah. like oh, yeah. not it it's like back. noncommittal. Oh, yeah. It keeps going back and forth between the fire and uh, Lee Majors' face and it's like <laughs> pick one of them or do 50-50. Don't go back and forth. And he's there just kind of like sinister like that's right. I just did that. Was well, Deputy did, you know? He's got he's got plausible deniability. Uh sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh so <laughs> after the credits roll, uh we're we're at I'm going to throw it out there I think the Hope House is serving as the funeral home. Thoughts?
1: Yeah, oh. I would say so. And-
0: <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a catch-all. It does it all. But okay. uh, I think they're doing a little funeral service at the Hope House for Andy. And yeah. his mother's like, oh, it's so horrible. And instead of them consoling her, they basically tell her that, well, you know, the sheriff reports said there were drugs found and and he was carrying drugs. Yeah, Alex tells this to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is kind of like Alex holding the uh, battered women's retreat, and then uh, <laughs> shaming everybody around the campfire yeah. for not telling their story
1: accurately. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, exactly.
2: yeah. So, it's, it's, this isn't as bad as that,
1: mm, man, is it? Man. She parts on it though. She kind of comes. She come, even after she's like the woman's like pouring her heart out. She's like. Yeah, but, you know, you never know. He had drugs on him, and you know, the
2: cops found it, so it has to be true. <laughs> he was coming from Mexico, so. Uh. <sighs> the mom was saying, oh, no, he would never touch drugs or whatever. Alex was just like, well, I don't know. Sometimes <laughs> all it takes is a little bit of drugs in the system, and whew, there you go. And the mom's like, no, he never would. And she's like, promise me you'll look into it. And then Alex is like oh okay
0: yeah it's reluctant it's <laughs> it <is> definitely
2: reluctant <laughs> yeah I mean you know I guess this is what the Hope House is all about so I'll look <laughs> into guess, it I guess yeah, I guess okay <laughs> they go to CD bar and grill
0: nice to nice to see that and mm. um, as they enter the bar and grill they're still discussing Andy's death <laughs> like like CD's like well seems open and shut <laughs> to me they yeah, found mm. drugs on him he was a drug dealer there you go. He got blown up. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and Alex is like, well, you know, you guys are always telling me to trust my gut. So let's investigate the circumstances behind Andy's death. And Walker's like, all right, fine. And he brings Trivette into it. And
2: Trivette's like, I have no agency here. So yeah, sure. This is
1: them ripping on Trivette again.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Alex is like, well, I'm going to go check on it. Walker, you want to come with me? And he's like, yeah. And Trevette's going to come too. And Trevette's like, I am. And Alex goes, What else better do you got to do?
1: Yeah. Loser. <laughs>
2: yeah. Come on. <laughs> Guys, give Trevette some love here, man. At least give him a day off, you
0: know, no. from You know what it. though? You know what? At least Trevet doesn't ride in the middle of the truck.
2: <laughs> that would have been <laughs> yeah, awesome, <that's... laughs> actually. Yeah. yeah, so so pretty Squeezed much up. Walker, Trevet, and Alex all get into the Dodge Ram.
0: Road trip. Yep. And they drive on down to the border. Good times. Meanwhile, uh, the credits are rolling during that bar scene, and some of the credits I see are uh, implying that the Sons of Thunder, they're here. Yep. We get to see the Sons of Thunder after their, I guess we could call it their pilot in the TV show, the Sons of Thunder episode. Yeah, it must be. So, Trent is now uh, running his karate dojo by day, and also a uh, private investigator business by day. Right. He's out doing some recon on somebody, and he's got this super jank camera that he's using to take pictures of a Corvette. And let's face it, he's taking pictures of the Corvette, right? Not the guy in it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. He's sizing it up. He's, like, stalking around. I will say the camera he's using to take these pictures does not have a telephoto lens on it. So,
2: he's basically taking, like, wide-angle shots of the whole scene. Yeah. Yeah, So, Trent... We're assuming he's doing private investigation work, but you wouldn't know that from watching this episode. You would just Dude, have he's, to know. He's
0: not wearing his karate gi. He's wearing
2: a leather jacket. So, he's private investigator here. Come on now. Sure, sure. So, he's following this couple that are in like this Corvette and the couple goes into this warehouse building and he's like, oh, I can't get photos anymore. Then we see him look up to the roof of the building and. And the next second, he's leaping like (laughs) Batman across the rooftops. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And the shots are (laughs) hilarious. He's just, like, pops out of nowhere. (laughs) He's like, oh, here's an opening for me to look down into the warehouse. Naturally. Yeah. And he sees the guy who just went in unloading an arms deal into a truck with a bunch of, like, goons. Yeah.
0: So, fortunately, he's got his buddy Carlos, who's a uh, Dallas cop
2: on uh, speed dial. Yep. And he's the second half of uh, the Sons of Thunder, which for people who don't know, was a short lived spinoff of Walker, Texas Ranger, but they are in a lot of Walker episodes as well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Carlos, you know, he's a cop, so he's not doing anything else. Trent calls him and uh, <laughs> it, it, it seems like he was there two seconds later, right?
1: Yeah. And Trent was already back down on the ground, right?
2: <laughs> yeah. He, Trent left the rooftop to go back down on the ground to meet carlos yeah.
1: yeah i think i know what's going on here guys they didn't have any time to fill in all the blanks here because we had to watch them play horseshoes for five minutes at the beginning of the episode Oh okay. so clearly that's okay. where the priorities are at
2: <laughs> well so, worth just, it just to clear it out. It. Yeah, yeah so carlos gets there and Trent's like hey man you gotta see this and so they now they both go back up on the roof again and carlos now sees oh they're unloading drugs i can call in the police and, and Trent's like, no, man, they're about to leave. It's like, we don't have time for backup.
0: To that, I would say, why didn't you just call the police in the first case?
2: <laughs> yeah, you would think
0: you would All think. right. I, I'm also going to throw it out here. This is probably why the Sons of Thunder series did not do well, is they did not get their details straight. Carlos would never be up on that rooftop because he's afraid of heights. Have they that's, forgotten that's their right. own character
2: development? That's right, <laughs> that's right. From the episode "Sons of Thunder," he never would have made it up that rooftop. Come on, now. Well, actually, do you remember how that episode ended, "Sons of Thunder" part two? How that ended? Do you think uh, he
1: overcame his fear?
2: He overcame his fear of heights, Evan. So, well, shit you would... on you, damn you, Evan, damn you to hell for not acknowledging Carlos's, you know, progress. I'll
0: with say, his fear I'll of say, of he overcame his fear of heights. At one point, but he was still terrified at the end of that episode and wanted to get down, so.
2: So, anyway, we, we don't want backup to arrive. We just want to see Trent and Carlos knock some skulls together, and, and that's what they do here. Yeah, I mean, it's an
0: arms deal, so naturally these two guys go in to bust the arms deal unarmed.
2: Yeah, they pretty much knock a bunch of guys out, and then Carlos goes after one guy, and then the couple that Trent was trailing runs to their Corvette, And Trent goes after them and catches them outside. He does some serious ninja kicking. And uh,
0: he's got the guy pretty much incapacitated. But then the woman grabs a gun and holds it up against Trent. He uses his uh, sly skills. And he's Mm. all like, well, what would this guy's wife think about that? And she's like, wait, he's married? And let me tell you, quite humorous.
2: Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Yeah. yeah. And she trains the gun. (laughs) on her i guess boyfriend and trent uses that moment to knock the gun out of her hand and uh the guy's like oh man just give her back the gun i'm a dead man walking anyway pretty dark pretty dark trent does some seriously he does some amazing karate moves he does like a backflip in this right (laughs) it was hilarious oh yeah yeah, the guy the
0: guy catches his leg and then he does a backflip while also kicking
1: the dude's face
2: (laughs) it's so good it was
1: yeah. good. A few roundhouses with the slow-mo yeah. instant I mean, I, I was
2: satisfied. It made up for the horseshoes.
0: So, uh, Walker and Trevette and Alex are visiting, I guess, the town where um, Andy got pulled over.
2: Where Andy blew up. <laughs> and, right. um, yeah, and, and his girlfriend, I guess, lived there, which is why he was stopping there. Right.
0: The name of that town is Mournful. The town does not exist. It's, it's not a real town. They took some real poetic license with the name of the town. Mournful, Texas. Oh, sad. Yep. And as they pull up, the sheriff and his deputy are creeping on Andy's fiance in the restaurant. Basically telling her that she wants to go to some roadhouse somewhere where she'd get much better tips because of her physique, if you will.
2: Mm. It sounded like it might also Sleazy. be some kind of brothel. Perhaps. But they don't yeah. go there, but, yeah. you know, it's on the up and up.
0: Yeah, I think it's called the $6 million man, but I'm just throwing <laughs> it out there. And the rangers show up and, you know, the sheriff puts on his uh, friendly sheriff face. Right. And um, Oh, welcome to
2: town, rangers. How can I be of assistance?
0: Yeah. So, then they go into his office, which is, I mean, the sheriff's office is pretty dope. It's got a stuffed rattlesnake on one of the file cabinets. Yeah, so. right. I mean, that's how you know you're in Texas. He's basically like, well, you know, we're pretty sure he was high on the drugs because, you know, there was no body or anything because that thing got blown to smithereens. But uh, we did find this. <laughs> this random, like, snack-sized Ziploc bag Ooh, of uh, of methamphetamines.
2: Right, yeah. yeah he yeah. hands this bag of, like, baking soda <laughs> over to turvette And Trevette presumably <laughs> right. opens it up.
1: And sniffs it.
2: And, and that's one of it? his superpowers.
1: No, he can smell crystal meth. He's like, oh, it's yeah. crystal He's meth. like, it's crystal. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's crystal, Walker. It's the real deal.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and by that, he means diamond crystal table salt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so they're like, all right, I guess we take you for your word. And so the
2: Rangers leave. And as they leave, the deputy goes over to Lee Majors, the sheriff, and is like, <laughs> Oh, man, I was a little nervous there. (laughs) He's
0: like, man, you you handled them Rangers slicker than new corn through an old goose.
1: No, he didn't say that. He (laughs) He did. Oh, my God. He did. How did I miss that?
0: Oh. And Lee Majors is like, no body, no autopsy, no questions. End of story. But it's not the end of story. These are not your typical Texas Rangers.
2: Yeah, this is Walker. He's going to be in the Texas Ranger Hall of Fame.
0: I mean, he's there already, as somebody uh, else, tour guide. Yeah, yeah, tour guide. But well, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that too. Uh, but can we go over this? New corn through an old goose, uh, slicker than new corn through an old goose. What the hell? What the hell does so, that mean? <laughs> I'm assuming uh, an old an old goose's uh, inner workings maybe aren't as good as you know a younger goose. So that, you know that it's cob in,
1: just slides right through.
0: I guess it, you know, the corn just comes right out solid.
2: Ugh. What about an old corn through an old goose?
1: I probably wouldn't. Look, like, man, oh, I, nice. I, I, don't
0: know. Uh-uh. I, <laughs> this is a Texasism. We haven't had one of these for a while since a Swan Song.
2: <laughs> okay, right? Oh. Wasn't there? there was one in that one. Well, there was a guy who was like. <laughs> I'd crawl up his butt <laughs> and out his mouth for that kind of green. Yes. That's what he this said is, in, this is in the same realm as that. I'm yeah. pretty sure. <laughs> well, it's kind of, it's like corn going through someone's digestive system. So I wonder if this episode was written by the same person. I they've, got a, they've got some sort of like <laughs> digestive fetish.
0: <laughs> Could be. I mean, we're lingering on it too. So I, I
2: just couldn't uh, have, It's just, well. it's so savory. Okay. Let's move on here.
0: Super gross. All right. <laughs> So, Walker and Co. obviously, they got to do their due diligence. So, they visit this bridge. Where Andy blew up. Yeah. And <laughs> and this is what we were talking about earlier, where they, they had the carcass of the exploded truck
2: that is now down in the riverbed. But the best is they show this shot of Trevette, Walker, and Alex peeking over the side of this bridge <laughs> down to the water where the truck is. And then it cuts to them down in the water by the truck. And you're like, okay. And then they go back up to the bridge after inspecting. And they're like, I don't know. Something doesn't add up here. I think we got to go into town and start asking around. And then we get this weird <laughs> zoom. Because mind you, they came back to their truck walking up the bridge towards <laughs> their truck. Then we pan back to where presumably they were walking and there's a deputy there spying on them. And he heard everything they said. Yeah. And he's like, hey, aren't off the trail yet. You know? I mean,
0: well, how many times have we seen that shot in this TV show, though? Someone in broad daylight creeping in a bush <laughs> nearby.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. this That was it was hilarious. I laughed because it literally panned over <laughs> and he's like in the bramble. No, he's like, like
0: hanging he's like hanging over the guardrail. He's quite obvious. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> Big old 10-gallon hat <laughs> right, in his uniform.
0: <laughs> it seems like something isn't right in this town, and obviously we know that, but uh, you know,
2: Walker's on the trail.
0: So, uh, they go and visit the truck garage. You know, it's the only truck garage in town, and uh they meet <laughs> they meet two extras that could only be described as walker texas ranger extras right uh, uh no walker bad guys yeah for sure yeah. so for good. sure there's like a scrawny wiry looking scraggly dude and then just like <laughs> an eight foot tall beast of a man <laughs> wearing like a baseball oath. cap
2: yeah
1: yeah <laughs> and overalls He yeah. didn't
2: say any he doesn't have any dialogue he's just there to be None. like a wild card he's a country
1: yep. bumpkin oh
2: yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that
0: That's the guy who just like single-handedly lifts the engines out of the big rigs.
2: Yeah. <laughs> right. 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 So Walker, Alex, and Trevette all go up to him and say, hey, we're trying to get some information here about Andy, who you might have heard he blew up recently. And uh, <laughs> he drove his big rig and he probably had it come through here to get fixed because you're the only shop in this area. And they hold up a picture of Andy and they're you know, like, I don't know nothing ranger walker's like take a closer look and hands him the photo of- he's like this is sheriff bell's
0: town texas rangers and assistant district attorneys ain't got no sway here
2: yeah and then he takes the picture <laughs> and then he tears it up in front of him which is pretty badass
1: he's balls yeah. yeah yeah
2: in front of walker you man he doesn't know what he's messing with
0: here well, well walker he doesn't out. know what he's talking about either because he claims that, that that picture is evidence
1: yeah yeah well you just <laughs> destroyed evidence
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's not how it works. (laughs) I guess Walker's like, now that you've torn that up, I have to send Trevette down to Kinko's to get it printed out again.
2: (laughs) Right, right. And Trevette's like, you better pick that up and tape it back together again, man. Right? Right. Then the scrawny
0: guy, he basically mails in some some punches. He's like, like, I'm winding up for a big big punch, and then gets completely wasted.
2: Yeah, and then Walker (laughs) sends it return to sender. Mm. so mm-hmm. absolutely yeah. and uh in the end and, and trevick some punches in too with the big guy right oh yeah pretty good fight you know and alex is just kind of just like standing there watching two officers of the law just beat up people <laughs> yeah, yeah that's right. and she's the assistant district attorney but dude it's, it's season it's seven she's seen this enough <laughs> she like, oh, i guess this is just how things happen
0: Right, like she's been lost in the wilderness and seen Walker uh, fight off a cannibal and a bear. So, I mean, I think at this point she's seen it all. (laughs) Yeah. So they dismantle these two guys and Trivette's always like, why do I always get the big one? And Walker's like, yeah, I guess you're lucky.
1: Crap on Trivette for the third time in the episode.
0: Yep, yep, at least, (sighs) yeah. Again, they put together the details pretty good and Alex is like, how did they know I was an assistant district attorney? And Walker's like, well, I guess the sheriff talked to all them. we got to find someone who's not afraid of the sheriff. And so they go down to Border Patrol. He's a federal officer, not a town officer. And I will say that for having a really cheap Border Patrol hat, (laughs) it looks like they just slapped it together. This Border Patrol agent's legit. And he gives them the real skinny. He corroborates, you know, (laughs) Andy. he's He's a great guy. And uh, he obviously was not under the influence because the federal officer would have noticed. Didn't have any contraband because
2: the officer checked over his rig before he left. So right, something's happening in mournful. That's where all the bad seeds go, and they're like, "Well, what about the sheriff?" And he's like, "Well, he's the king of it all." <laughs> At which point, we get this
0: another sketchy shot of the sheriff rolling down his window, watching them
2: through some binoculars. <laughs> which they do a really good job with lee majors adding to like he's always watching there's kind of that tension that they weave through this 40 minute episode they do a pretty good job with that with him so
0: sheriff's all like man these rangers have overstayed their welcome and the deputy's like i know what to do sheriff so that's that's like oh man what's gonna happen are they gonna blow them up too right so it's all right The tension's really building, so we get a little bit of levity here, and we get some hijinks between Carlos and Trent.
2: We flashed the CD's bar and grill, and Carlos and Trent are hanging out at the bar. I'm like, oh, this is kind of interesting. It seemed uh, like a little change-up, right? Oh, definitely. Yeah, I was wondering,
1: uh, because we had Trent and Carlos earlier in the episode. That story just went away, so (laughs) it's good to see him come back.
0: Yeah, so Carlos basically has hooked Trent up with a date. Unbeknownst to him, right? And Trent's like, "Well, this is a blind date, then." And and Carlos is like, "Look, man, there's this girl. She's clearly the one." And I mean, we know at this point we've seen enough of Carlos and Trent to know that Carlos womanizer. All right, oh, yeah, well, no, no, ladies, man. Yeah, I mean, in this episode, he doesn't have the hair, but he will have the hair. Yeah, well, trust don't, us. Don't
1: hate the player, hit the game. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, he just hasn't found the right product yet. Which is uh, longer hair and a Camaro, I think. But, <laughs> 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 anyways, he's basically hooking Trent up with his date's sister, right? And uh, they show
2: up, and <laughs> jokes on Carlos because they're twins, right? And he goes over to the girl that he has the hots for and says, "Oh, so good to see you." And she's like, "He got the wrong twin." <sighs> And he's like, I knew that. Classic, Classic. twin humor. You know? Classic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think he marked her hand after that. <laughs> As they're, you know, talking
0: up the twins and whatnot during their breakfast date.
2: Yeah, when are they meeting over there?
0: They're drinking coffee <laughs> prior to the women showing up. So I'm assuming it's a breakfast it's a brunch date. They're having brunch at CD's. Yes. That's a date. It's a hot date. <laughs> Yeah, because CD comes around and fills up their cups with coffee as they're talking before. <laughs> wow. Okay, so it's breakfast at CDs, man. It's a, it's a hot date. What do you think he has on the menu for brunch? Uh, coffee.
1: No eggs, Benny.
0: No, I think it's I think it's coffee and peanuts. <laughs> he yeah, made, yeah. Yeah. In the
1: shell. Yeah, yeah, he might shell. do
2: like like a over easy egg with chili on top. I could see
1: that. <laughs> <Gross>. <laughs> <laughs> he Just throws a whole egg into the chili. Shell and
2: all, yeah. He cooks the egg and the in the chili. <laughs> yeah. uh,
0: that's a Texas shakshuka, I think, is what that's called. <laughs> um. So yeah. Anyways, uh while they're having their date, Walker actually calls Carlos on his cell phone. Yeah, from the border patrol, and he's like, "Carlos, are you up to anything?" And Carlos is like, "You know, Trent is actually macking
2: on both of these women." And yeah, he looks over and he's like, "Lost cause." Exactly, like Trent's yeah. over there flirting with both the twins. It's looking like things are going to go good for Trent with both twins, and uh, that's this, this, these are the thoughts going through Carlos's head as he talks to Walker, and he goes, "No, I'm not doing anything, Walker." <laughs> so he got Walker blocked. Yeah, pretty m- yeah. walk
0: Walker blocked. <laughs> walk blocked. <laughs> yeah. Right. So Walker wants carlos to basically take a helicopter and
2: meet them in mournful to the mexican border right kind of ridiculous and you know the texas rangers they kind of do their own thing but they're a smaller organization than say the dallas police right do they have a helicopter at their beck and call i think
0: walker does though like how many (laughs) how many politicians and everyone else is like walker saved like he's got a million favors he can call in. He's always got a helicopter. A helicopter waiting. at any time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Surprised they don't show the helicopter in this
2: episode, though. Well, yeah, they use the budget elsewhere, as we'll get to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And
1: so they can, just, they can so, just like imply that there's a helicopter, and that's kind of almost as good. Somehow. That's right. Like, right. We
2: didn't want to watch the whole three hour ride. No, yeah. I'd rather watch
0: horseshoes. Um, <laughs> so while Carlos is on the phone. Trent has got some real great conversation going where he's just asking them if they like to dance, right? Right. Now, here's my – you can edit this out, but here's my here's my question. Let's After Carlos again. leaves, how quickly does Trenton then go – remember, he's the son of a pastor here. How oh. how quickly does he go, so have I told you about your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so you think that uh... – Trent kind of uh muddled the whole thing up with the twins by bringing Jesus into the situation into the threesome guaranteed yeah, he could have waited till afterwards to bring Jesus into the thing. nope, okay, not Trent Carlos would Trent no, yeah, 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 yeah. so Carlos would have been like next morning you'd be like, all right, ladies, let's go to church. <laughs> that's what you're saying, maybe, maybe no, wait, so but that's how he gets rid of the girls, right. <laughs> That's how he rolls through all the girls so quick. It's his patented technique.
0: That could be it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let me introduce you to my really good friend. His name is Pastor Roscoe Jones. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right. Uh,
2: so, Definitely leaving that in. Okay. So,
0: <laughs> anyways, back in uh, mournful, Walker Trevett and Alex are at what seems to be the only restaurant in town, Strip Mall right. Diner. Yes,
1: exactly. Yeah. Yep,
2: Where Andy's fiance works, unbeknownst yeah. to them. Because earlier they were like, oh, well, well, we'll have to look for Andy's fiance to see if we can get any information. Funnily enough, nobody had ever met Andy's fiance, not even his mother. True. So Walker and Trevette and Alex have no idea she works at this restaurant. So they get to this restaurant and there's a welcoming committee for them.
1: Yeah, our boys from the uh, repair shop, right? And a few more.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, totally. So much flannel. Yeah, and I'm really glad to see those two goons again (laughs) come back for more.
0: They're like, well, Rangers aren't welcome here or something. And then Trevette and Walker, I guess you could say playfully refer to each other as Ranger Walker and Ranger Trevette, I guess, to mock the guy. Yeah, Yeah. It was kind of like a reverse mock. Maybe. Right, and he's like, "Are you mocking me?" And to that, I would say, "I have the same question." <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, yeah. And I was like, yeah, not, sure. "Not
2: They're really like, not. I guess I don't uh, know. <laughs> but then, when the, to that question, they're just like, "Oh yeah, we are." Yeah. Uh
0: fight ensues, and uh, right. you know,
2: and again, Walker and Charette don't throw the first punch, but the moment a fist is in motion, Walker's fist moves faster. Yeah, again, the, the guy winds up again.
1: Lines just winds up. <laughs> way back <laughs> he gives him about five seconds for a while. And this yeah.
2: fight was amazing was it not yeah bad. there's like some bad. throat throat <laughs> punching
0: and roundhouse kicking and
2: to the face right? yeah
0: yeah it's a real deal
2: <laughs> it's, it's kind of extended
1: and totally unnecessary by the way yeah, right fact, these guys yeah, yeah. came out of nowhere just to be like, oh yeah remember us <laughs> we're gonna fight you again
2: yeah well the deputy sent the on there
1: you think?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the I know what to do, Sheriff. The deputy. That was it. Yep. Yeah, well, I know, I know, yep. I know. Yeah.
1: yeah, I assume when that guy said that was it, I was like, oh, he's going to kill him. All right.
0: Look, man, it's small town.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. small on, town.
0: No, I <laughs> and and honestly, what Texas Rangers know karate? So yeah, it was just was it? their unlucky day. All right, no, they no, they so. clearly it's such a small town. They'd never heard of Walker, and they didn't know who they were dealing with.
1: I find that hard to believe. <laughs> I mean, his <laughs> reputation does precede him for sure. Yes,
2: he, he is the ranger <laughs> with a helicopter on beck and call. So, right. Alex, oh, she's watching this whole thing from the porch of the restaurant. And then after they're done, she's like, Do you guys feel better? And they're like, wa- Walker and Trevet are like, Yeah. Yeah, I guess yeah, like, so.
1: <laughs> Do you feel better, Ranger Walker? Yeah. Do you feel better, Ranger Trevet? Yeah.
2: That was, again, I don't know if that's supposed to be funny or if it's like do these guys have like a mental deficiency or something what is going on. You know, on? I don't
1: care cuz they beat people up in between the jokes, so it was good. It's all it good, was yeah. good. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and so then they're like, "Well, we're hungry, so let's go into this restaurant to grab something to eat." And uh Lupe, who is Andy's
0: fiance, uh, actually serves them, but she doesn't introduce herself or anything. She's, she's a little she's hesitant. very nervous. Yeah. Yes.
2: Which, you know, because the sheriff's watching everything all the time, she's got to be careful. He really is. Trevette gets the check,
0: and I thought for sure she wrote something on the check. Because he looks at the check, right? and then he hands it to Walker, and yeah. I'm like, oh, like she wrote something it. on the check. But instead, it was a joke, and they just hand it to Alex and, and ditch her with the bill. We're going to lure the wolf into the hen house. Alex, you go find his girlfriend.
2: And all she had to do was pay the bill.
0: Yep, yeah, pretty much. And she's like, Oh, I'm Lupe. And she calls herself Lupe. Everyone in the episode calls her Loopy. So Yeah,
2: I was gonna bring that up. It's like <laughs> it's insulting. You know, I see the sheriff might have been doing it to antagonize Andy earlier in the episode. But uh even yeah, no. Alex calls her loopy. Yeah, I know. She's she's like, Oh, hi Alex,
0: I'm Lupe and Alex is like, Oh, hi Loopy." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she's like You have to follow me, Alex. And so she takes Alex off. Meanwhile, Walker and Trivette go back to the border crossing where they're going to lay their trap. And as they're laying the trap down with this uh, border patrol agent and Carlos, (laughs) there's a really sketchy truck driver who sets off some red flags. And before they can further inspect his big
2: rig, he speeds off. They're standing there with the border patrol agent we saw prior. And uh, he's like, we're going to get one soon. Don't worry. And we're like, oh, he's talking about getting a truck with contraband, which presumably would be contraband that the sheriff would want.
0: All the law enforcement officers, including Texas Rangers and the Border Patrol agents start walking towards the guy's truck and he freaks out and speeds off <laughs> and uh, a
1: chase ensues. Yeah, it's super easy to get away when you're driving an 18 wheel or
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, you'd think at the border, they'd have one of those strips that kind of like.
1: Yeah, just pop up the things. With the
2: spikes that prevent you from driving over it. But he just gets out and starts just jetting it in this big rig. (laughs) And Walker on foot starts running after it. And I'm like, is Walker going to go after him on foot?
1: Yeah, I have my fingers crossed there.
2: But, oh, no. He gets into the Dodge Ram and we're like, car chase. I mean, there were already so many things on our checklist checked off so far in this episode. Like, explosion off the bat. Fight, Um, roundhouse kicks. uh, Oh, yeah.
1: This is not a car chase. It's a truck chase, All right? (laughs) Truck after truck. Okay. Okay.
2: Okay. (laughs) This sequence is unbelievable. Evan, get into this. Oh, my God. Fantastic. (laughs) So,
0: you know, it's the classic pursuit, except that it's a big rig that somehow went from zero to 60 in, like, under two minutes. I don't know how. It's like, you know, going against oncoming traffic and then uh, Walker tries to pull up next to it, and he forces him off the road. And as we now know, uh, one of the stunt drivers loved hitting mailboxes. Hits this giant bank of mailboxes. <laughs>
2: yes. Turvette is in the passenger seat, too. So he also got in the truck, and he's along for the ride. After being forced to drive through a bunch of mailboxes,
0: which you know hurt Walker, because that's like a federal offense, right? Yeah. Oh, destroying yeah. the mail. Totally. And,
2: and it, yeah. I mean, you know it hurt the Dodge Ram's feelings, if not his body.
0: <laughs> Definitely didn't hurt the Ram, but but yeah. <laughs> um, it gets serious, so Walker takes his hat off. And yeah, that's when you totally. know something's happening. Yeah, and yeah, as yeah, he's totally. staring straight forward and gunning the accelerator, he says to Trevette, <laughs> Take the wheel, and Trevette's like, "What?" and Walker's like, "I said take the wheel." And no sooner than he says that, does he just <laughs> does he just hoist his body out the driver's side window
2: <laughs> onto the roof of his truck. So yeah, yeah, so yeah. Bad, He must have put it on, uh, you know, cruise uh, control,
1: right? Yeah, yeah I cruise. thought of that. Yeah, because Trevette yeah. couldn't put his like feet over there, so he, no, he had no. cruise control. This is, I yeah, mean, this yeah. is like a. But that's nice dodge ram this is a yeah, yeah. base model
0: yeah so walker basically surfs on the hood of his car <laughs> and like
2: uh dodge ram going like 60 <laughs>
0: <laughs> and there are enough establishing shots of like chuck norris with things moving past him to make this seem hilarious and awesome <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it
2: wasn't uh, quick this was prolonged as it great.
0: should be yeah. are you kidding so, oh, yeah. <laughs> so when the truck driver realizes what's going on, he actually stops short. And so uh, Walker sort of hits the truck in front and then sort of falls back onto the hood of the car. But I rewatched this. It totally looks like the stunt double. He's going to fall under the ram. Yeah, Yikes. Oh. Yikes. Like He falls forward and rolls. <laughs> Anyways, with some clever editing, he's back on the hood of the car again. And right. uh, then he jumps onto the back of the Mack truck, and he jumps. like, Can we just,
2: like It was like a Spider-Man jump. Yeah. <laughs> right?
0: Yeah, yeah. You know what that's I mean? Yeah. <laughs> right? But he's, like, way too low to actually catch the truck, too. Yeah, <laughs> right. that's was,
1: that kind of threw me a bit.
0: I was kind of expecting him to be, like, dragging on the ground, holding the bumper. But instead, he was on the back of the door.
1: Right. Yeah, um, this giant yeah. big rig. Didn't, no. didn't right, your vet yeah. look like, oh, shit. I just ran him
0: over. A couple times.
1: (laughs) Oh, boy. I killed the boss.
0: Right. right. (laughs) And so you're like, okay, well, now he's on the back of the truck. It's all good from here. But no, the truck door swings open. Right. With Walker on it. With Walker on it. And now he's, like, facing oncoming traffic. Trevette goes into the opposite lane, and then Walker's able to kick off of the hood of his truck just in time (laughs) to avoid getting pancaked by an oncoming truck
2: right then he climbs up to the top of the truck top of the big rig and he's yeah. walking along it. and again while this thing is is all driving at like at least <laughs> 60 miles an hour i mean faster probably scales down the side and we've seen this a number of times this is how he, he pulls over a big rig i think he's done this to a big rig before in some fashion right I, I think when he went from the airplane to the truck, or when
0: he went, I don't know, he went from <laughs> no, something to an airplane. No, the
1: car, but there was a helicopter to a, a semi-truck, I think. Right? <laughs> yeah, the the airplane, airplane was just the, the convertible. <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's a lot of vehicular transference here. Right. Yes, yes, this was this a is, good one. This
2: was an excellent vehicular <laughs> transference. This okay. was a top uh very very high up there yeah, totally yeah. totally and uh so he scales down the side pulls his gun and tells the driver pull over so the guy at gunpoint stops the truck easy i don't know if i would call it easy but uh for walker it was easy. it was excellent to watch it's why we watch walker texas ranger here yeah. this was a prime example
0: absolutely yeah. uh so
2: yeah pretty pretty
0: fantastic chase there Meanwhile, we cut back to uh, Lupe, who's taking Alex into this back alley. And they're, like, seriously creeping.
2: Right. And I I was wondering what she was going to show him. Because this actually blindsided me. Did you guys see this next plot twist coming? Because I did not.
1: Oh, no. I did not either. Not at all. This is actually.
2: It actually got me.
1: Yeah. It definitely got me. Yeah. Which, for Walker, is
2: pretty surprising. So, the twist, we find out. When Lupe takes Alex to the sketchy back room somewhere, we see Andy's still alive
0: yeah. with
2: like bandages all over him and presumably like
0: burns all over his body.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. it's like uh, Alex is like, you should take him to the hospital, and she's like, he won't let me. It's like yeah. right, yeah, because the <laughs>
2: sheriff he knows everything. He knows uh, that once he goes to a hospital, he's a dead man. So like at county. this
0: point, how long has he been in there? Like a week. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I, mean, I guess. guess if he's not dead, he's fine, right? He
2: really <laughs> loves her sandwiches.
0: Oh, yeah, I that's bet.
1: That's true. Yeah, yeah, he's living yeah. on those sandies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: She says that after the explosion, he crawled out of the water like Anakin Skywalker. Mm. Did he make his way home, he, she said? Uh, he found her. Yeah. I don't understand right. how that's possible in his condition, but good on him, yeah. right? Because yeah. he yeah. looked pretty haggard. Look, he's a good boy. All right. All right. Good things happen to good people.
0: <laughs> yep. So just as Alex is like, well, you know, Walker and Trevette, they'll find us and then we'll figure out what to do. Uh, boom, the door kicks in and the sheriff's got them at gunpoint. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Alex is kind of like, well, they may not matter if you kill them. Talking about Lupe and Andy. <laughs>
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it got weird there for a minute.
2: <laughs> very weird, very but, weird. But
1: if you kill me,
2: a, a white—I mean, a district attorney—yeah, <laughs> yeah. then there's head, some heads are gonna roll, right? And then something amazing happens here.
1: Yeah, I did not see this one coming either.
0: Me neither. I thought for sure she was just gonna be taken into custody
2: by him. And Evan, you've actually brought up this fact before, Alex. <laughs> of all the years of being with Walker walker owns a dojo he teaches people karate and all this stuff you would think something would rub off on alex she's been kidnapped how many times at this point right you'd think he'd teach her basic self-defense
0: right Mm. and we had yet to see it well we still don't see it in this episode because this is way more than basic she freaking roundhouse kicks his gun out of his hand (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) then she then she throws a piece of the wall onto him and then runs out of the room yeah. That was awesome. Amazing. Thought, I was but like, I was just
1: like, you, she abandoned the other two people there? Like, she well. did. Like, what and to he, stop them <laughs> from just killing them both?
0: Right. Like, and the sheriff, the sheriff picks up his gun, and instead of shooting the two people left behind, he right. pursues her instead. Right. She must have known
2: that he would do that.
0: Plus I'm force. sure. I'm sure, yeah. yeah. Well,
2: <laughs> I couldn't let her get away.
0: Right. No. So Alex is on the lamb now. She broke free. Impressive. It Excellent. Was awesome. Now, that's character development, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Finally. Sure. She's now on the run uh, trying to escape the sheriff and his deputies. And the sting operation is underway. And Carlos is now sitting in for the driver that they just pulled Arrested. over. Arrest Yeah. They
2: end up at the mournful bridge and they're suspicious of him. The deputies there to make the collection. He's kind of like, you're not the guy we usually deal with. And Carlos is like, oh, he got sick. Do you want to make this deal happen or not? And the deputy is like, oh, yeah, I'll get you the money. And uh, let me just inspect the goods first. So you'd expect the goods are like drugs or like Like stolen electronics or something. Right. (laughs) Something that requires
1: a truck. (laughs) right? And instead we get like a single little diamond. Is that what? I mean, it's a big diamond,
2: right? There 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 was a whole like bag
1: of diamonds. A handful of diamonds, right? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> sure.
2: but So,
0: I looked it up. Apparently, diamond smuggling is, like, legit. That's a thing. Oh,
1: yeah, I'm sure. But do you need a semi-truck to do it?
2: It's funny because, yeah, he doesn't have, like, the diamonds in his cabin. Yeah. He opens the back doors, and his whole big rig is filled with boxes and stuff. Yeah. And he pulls out this small felt pouch that has a bunch of diamonds in it. And the deputy's like, oh, yeah, those are nice. And he pulls one out and looks at it in the sun. He's like, oh, yeah, this is good. And then he's like, all right, well, here's a standard payment. And he hands over a wad of cash to Carlos. The deputy's like, aren't you going to count that, man? And Carlos is like, oh, no, I can count it down at the station. And the deputy's like, <laughs> and, and as he is just acting like, what is happening?
0: The deputy got taken out by the metal door swinging open and <laughs> yeah, the Rangers the <laughs> <face>. bursting forth. <laughs> and we've yet, yet another fight. Yeah pretty epic fight here too for sure so the rangers make the bust and then walker grabs the main deputy and the sheriff is trying to get in touch with the deputy over the radio right and walker makes him not break
2: character while he responds the sheriff's like come meet me back in town because the sister district attorney just got away <laughs> at which point <laughs> Walker overhears this and jumps into the deputy's patrol car and just guns it. And we're like, yes.
0: Back in town, Alex is trying to evade all the patrol cars that have scrambled around town trying to find her. A couple of the deputies see her, and so they pursue her down an alley, and she climbs up this chain link fence. And they grab her, and then she kicks him in the face. It continues climbing over the fence like a boss. Yeah. And yeah. jumps down. By the time she gets over the fence, Walker's on the other side. She doesn't know that he's Walker because he's
2: in a patrol car, but she runs off. And Walker intersects the two guys climbing over the chain link fence that we're after and just decks them. And so now he's like, oh, man, I got to go protect my girl. And So the sheriff, of course, he's always
0: creeping everywhere, encounters Alex and grabs her, and he's like, man, I'm going to take you out. But before I do, I want to teach you a lesson. And it's like he's about to punch her. But before he can even come close to punching her, Walker destroys him.
2: Yeah, right. Yeah. And now we get the $6 million man versus Walker, Texas Ranger.
1: See, I was not holding out for this fight because I, I just. Because he's kind of old, right? Exactly. Yeah. I <laughs> mean, with, the a, I mean with, <laughs> <laughs> with a
2: bit of
0: inflation, I think he was more like the $6,000 man. Yeah. well, Maybe yeah, a 60000
1: yeah. but definitely not $6 million. Yeah.
2: But this <laughs> fight was awesome. It was good. It was good. This is what the fight at the end of the pilot should have been like between Chuck Norris and Marshall Teague. Right. 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 Now, granted, I don't think Lee Majors landed a single blow on Walker, but that's fine. Just him getting back up like six times to take (laughs) repeated roundhouse (laughs) kicks is exactly what we want. Completely. Yeah. (laughs) Chuck Norris is throwing a roundhouse kick in the guy's face and he gets down on the ground and you're like, okay, he's he's down for the count. And then... (laughs) <laughs> Lee Majors gets back up. And then Chuck Norris nails the guy again with repeated multiple angle roundhouse kicks. Finally, after a penultimate kick, he's down. But the fight was great. Oh, yeah. Kind of quintessential
0: uh, Walker fight right there. The, mm. the final boss, the boss battle. <laughs>
3: exactly. Yeah. It was great.
0: <laughs> and, you know, after that guy's down, of course, all of their problems are gone. Right. Right. Flash forward, presumably,
2: it has to be weeks, right, or months. <laughs> I would, th- I would think it would have yeah. to be months, but yeah, <laughs> they don't say right. And we are, I guess, at Andy and Lupe's wedding, and it's oh, yeah. at the Hope House. Hell yeah, man, that place—it's <laughs> everything. And the MC, it's Alex. She's MCing the wedding.
1: Well, she did save their lives. Did she though?
0: <laughs> she's she like abandoned them. I mean, (laughs) funny story. These two were held at gunpoint, and I told a man that he could kill them.
1: (laughs) And I ran away. She's like, they won't be missed,
2: but if you kill me. (laughs) (laughs) I know. It's true. (laughs) She was just trying to leverage with the guy, but it did come off a little racist. Okay.
1: Uh, (laughs) Let's, Let's just leave that at the door.
2: But, you know, it's all good. She gives a toast for the wedding, and we cut to Walker trent and carlos carlos kind of makes eyes with the girl across the way he goes over talks to the girl and pretty much trent and walker look on and just laugh
0: freeze frame yeah perfect well that about sums up this episode we'd love to give a shout out to our friend and collaborator adam Lauritsen, who's been drawing the amazing walker illustrations that you see on our social media be sure to check out his other work on instagram at ad When we come back, it'll be time for us to each rate on the border on a scale of 0 to 10 boots to the face, resulting in our patented Roundhouse Roulette episode ranking, the complete results of which are available on our website, roundhouseroulette.com. Don't go away.
1: Pull her over, Haas. Even Deputy CW, what seems to be the problem?
2: Bobby, my boy. I heard you be driving through these parts. What brings you and your rig through my mournful Texas?
1: Ah, oh, shuck, Sheriff. You know the weed boys at Roundhouse Roulette have pledged to deliver the light of Walker, Texas Ranger, to the world. And that's just what I'm doing here now. You caught me on the way to El Paso.
2: Well, ain't that all high and mighty. You know, I could get you sixteen times the followers if you just recapped Jared Padalecki's Walker instead.
1: <laughs> oh, no, Sheriff. We never do a thing like that. There's only one true walker, and that's the one that ends in comma, Texas Ranger. Speaking of which, if you listeners would like to join us in our mission, please share the pod with a friend, or leave us a kind review wherever you get your podcasts. Likewise, if you'd like to help us keep the lights on at headquarters, check out our shirts, posters, and freshly cleaned vintage action figures at roundhouseroulette.com, or join the fun on our Patreon page. Most importantly, though, we thank you for listening.
2: Suit yourself there, boy. Enjoy wallowing in obscurity. I bid you safe passage to El
1: Paso. Hey, did Deputy C.W. just mount an explosive underneath my truck bed?
0: Mm, nothing to see here, Bobby. Merely checking the undercarriage for any
2: loose wires.
1: <laughs> righty then, you all have a pleasant evening.
2: Son, you just chose to do a podcast on the wrong walker. Hand me that detonator, C.W.,
0: Welcome back. You know,
2: <laughs> they
0: come for the podcast and they stay for the ads. I am sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, what did you guys think of this episode?
1: Um, uh, I like this one, guys. We had the just general action. Yeah, we had explosion. We had Lee Majors. Right? Yeah,
2: yeah. The Six Million Dollar Man.
1: The same. We had a vehicular transference. We had some roundhouse kicks, and we had. CD dancing. (laughs) So I'm hovering around seven and eight. And I think I'm going to lean after talking about it here with you boys tonight, I'm going to hit an eight on this one.
2: Nice, Bob. Nice. Evan, read us off the stats for this episode because it needs to be done. Fantastic.
0: Stat line. (laughs) Uh, Number of fights, five. Number of roundhouse (laughs) kicks delivered solely by Walker, three. Number of explosions, one. And let's face it, epic. They blew yeah, up a semi one. on a bridge. Good one. <laughs> and one vehicle chase. Also, credits roll till 15 minutes, 13 seconds in this episode. So, mm. come on now. It's got it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Good numbers across the board.
0: I'm in complete agreement. You know, there was nothing revolutionary in this episode. No. Uh, and that's what makes it so great. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh so i mean i I think you know if someone were to see just one episode of walker this is certainly a contender for (laughs) sure like i thought this episode was awesome before the car chase but that car chase just escalated out of nowhere and to see chuck norris just see him just like haul himself out the window hilarious i'm right with you i think this is at least an eight i'll I'll go
2: an eight on this one too this is a great episode (laughs) Yeah, until the truck, I was like, ah, this has definitely been fun. But then when he, like, literally is surfing on the front of the Dodge, (laughs) you know, chasing at high speed and uh, jumps (laughs) off the hood like Spider-Man, like, literally like Spider-Man. I was thinking, going into our conversation about this, like, a seven, honestly blown apart i gave a nine and that was just like a, a wild ride <laughs> That's you know what i mean the whole episode yeah. was just a wild ride this you know had a few little stops along the way so yeah i think you're right eight
1: unanimous decision i like nice.
0: it nice well that gives this episode a round us rating of straight up eight boots to the face ah! and i think we can all agree that if we ever make our way down to texas we have to find the hope house uh, in the meantime, let us know what you think on social media or by emailing us at roundhouseroulette at gmail.com. And when we come back, we'll spin that roundhouse roulette wheel and select our next juicy episode. All right, we're back. Bobby, going to spin that thing?
2: Season 8, episode 15, Thunderhawk. Thunderhawk. <laughs> I love the name. Oh, boy. Walker hunts for a missing sonic weapon, only to discover it has been snatched from the thieves who stole it. Yeah, so apparently thieves stole a sonic weapon, and then it was stolen from them. Oh, boy. So he's got two Mm. people to chase down. What
0: a mess. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Well, we hope you'll join us next time when we share our reactions to Season 8, Episode 15, Thunderhawk. In the meantime, share your opinions with us on Facebook and on Instagram at at Roundhouse Roulette, and on Twitter at Roundhouse Pod. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your fine podcasts. Maybe we'll even read your review on the podcast. So
1: yeah, who knows? I mean, we we, do, we will. <laughs> I, th- we I promise. Think we will. <laughs> yeah, we've we've only got three, so <laughs> <laughs> odds are we'll read the fourth. Oh man! All right. Well, thanks for listening,
0: and uh, until next time. Maybe May I, the eyes, the, eyes ranger. the ranger. Be, a be, be upon you. you.
2: When you're in Texas, look behind you. Oh, cause that's where the Rangers gonna be.